Hello, you're listening to Put On Your Positive Pants. I'm your host, Beth Wilson, and I'm back with new episodes, bringing you a slice of positivity every week. For this episode, I was delighted to be joined by Selena, founder of Project View. Selena is a life design coach helping people to design a life they love. I hope you enjoy this episode. So enter the podcast, Selena. Hi, Selena. How are you? Hello, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Lovely to be here. Good. Thank you for coming. So could you please introduce yourself, my lovely listeners? So I am a life design and career change coach, author of Burnt Out, creator of the Goodbye Hello Journal. So the Goodbye 2022 Hello 2023 Journal and founder of Project You, which used to be, well, I wouldn't say it used to be Project Love, but it was an evolution from Project Love, which part of which was a podcast I did for eight years and had half a million downloads. And then my business partner decided it was the end of her journey and it ended very with a lot of love and we're still best of friends but yeah last year was a big a big year of taking that and the bits that I loved and turning it into Project You and taking the the journals back from the publisher and self-publishing so okay um, it's yeah so it's been a big year well it was a big year and now 2023 feels like the foundations for my new business are in place and I can now start to really enjoy it so yeah <laughs> amazing I mean what an intro love it I love it when people especially women can celebrate themselves and can say look I'm this I'm this I've done this I've achieved this you know and it's it's amazing to hear and you know that I love them um I've had a project you slash project love journal for I guess the last at least three years I think um I love them it, I just find it's like such I mean, it looks lovely for a start. I love things that kind of are colourful and, you know, it makes it makes you want to write in it. Um, but it is, yeah, a really good kind of way to, to like it says on the tin, you know, say goodbye to a year and, and welcome yeah. a new one. Um, and it is, it is that, isn't it? And I love that they're they're slightly different each time so it's kind of it it's the same thing but it's yeah. not a repeat you know last year's isn't exactly the same I know because I'm always fiddling and tweaking and yes. changing <laughs> yeah but that's great so you know if you are a customer and if you have had a couple you know or you know loads of them it's nice that it it does kind of slightly change um yeah, yeah. I just love it so I want to hear Aww. um a little bit more about kind of how and why um the project started take us back yeah so well with the do you mean the particularly the journal to tell yes you that yeah story. let's go for the journal yeah let's go for the journal story so the and I love the journal story because the journal started as me getting to the end of a a year that was full of uh, just a lot had happened in my life and I had quit my life in London and I bought a camper van called Beryl and I had traveled around the UK living and working for my camper van and taking my friends on adventures and it had been a huge huge thing to do um I was single at the time and it just was one of those dreams that I'd had that I thought oh when I'm in a relationship I'd love to do that and then I suddenly thought why am I waiting for someone to turn up in my life for me to start living my dreams and doing the things I want to do I can do this on my own and so yes. I did and it was really really huge and terrifying and what I like to call my inner shitty committee had a complete 
heart attack when I first suggested the idea. But I was so proud of myself. And and it had also been an emotional roller coaster. So I came to the end of that year and I was like, before I go flying into the next year and all the work starts again and off I go and I've got all my, you know, things I'm doing. And I, you know, was a very busy person in those days. And I didn't tend to take time to take stock and pause. And I was like, no, I want to. And so I was like, right, I always enjoy, I mean, I've always enjoyed creating tools and exercises and coaching things. And let me tell you, there've been all sorts of things I've created in the 15 years that I have been doing this kind of work. And, you know, it wasn't that, oh, I just came up with this one idea and it took off. Like this is one of many ideas and many have have long since disappeared. But I did it and I went through it and I was like, oh, this is so good. So I just create myself a set of questions that helped me to reflect on the year that it, that was coming to an end and then take a moment and think, well, what do I want this next year to be about? Like what intention do I want to set for it? What things do I want to focus on so that before I stepped into that year, I did it with a bit, you know, a bit more intentional. Yeah. And I shared this exercise with my clients at the time and some of my friends and family and it was one of those tools that year after year, people were like, oh, you're doing that thing again. Yeah. And I love doing it. I'm always, if it works for me, I'm excited to share it. Yeah. I'm always my first client, my first guinea pig. And so even my brother, who's not at all into self-development or self-help was like, oh, you're doing that thing again, that year thing. And so, so at first it was a Word document and then it became a PDF. And then oh, I think at some yes. point it became a PDF with a design on the front page. Like before even the that days is. of Canva. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think literally Word, put a picture on it, turned it into a PDF. Yeah. And then I started to have this dream. And during this time, Project Love had begun. So the business that I had with my business partner for many years. And I just started to have this dream. I was like, do you know what I would love? I would love for the goodbye Hello Journals to become an actual journal you can hold in your hand. And over the years, you can see the collection growing on your bookshelf. And do you know what, Beth, it's so lovely. I'm telling this because I'm literally sitting in front of the bookshelf that has my collection of the Goodbye Hello Journal sitting in front of me. And I I was just like, I want it for myself and I want it for other people who also love this sort of process because it wasn't in the journal then. And at the time, we were going through the laborious and never-ending process of writing book proposals. Right. And... It was, I mean, literally, t- we spent so much time. We wrote chapters of like three chapters of one book. And then the agent was like, oh, no, actually, I think publishers want something else. And da da da. And on it went. And the publishers wanted this or they wanted that. And it was a no. And you didn't hear back from them. And I got mm-hmm. so fed up because what I've, and actually, I, I have been starting to talk more about this the realities of, of getting a publishing deal, even trying to get a publishing deal they really big you up, you know, they really get you sort of excited about the possibilities of when you have a book and how far it can go. And then the reality is just a lot of no's, a lot of silence, a lot of, you know, yeah. deflating of the excitement balloon. So I finally said, I finally got fed up. I said, I'm done with this whole thing. I was like, scrap the whole, the big book. Let's just do the journal and, and screw going with the publisher. If they all think, oh no, it's just a journal. It's not really a book. I was like, why don't we do a Kickstarter? Let's do a Kickstarter, see how popular it is. And if that's a success, then next year, let's see if we can get it into some shops. So we did the Kickstarter and we hit 150% of our target. Amazing. The journals went out to 32 different countries around the world. 
which meant that we were the most unpopular people at the post office in the Christmas queues because we'd turn up with enormous <laughs> bags going, and this one's to Australia. <laughs> and this one's that. And then I'd like, write, read out the address, weigh it. Oh my God, it was awful. But it was so, it was such a huge moment. And actually mm. that version was a tiny thin one with a digital guide that went with it. Right, okay. The next year we went, right, we went and got a loan from the bank and we found a printer in London. And we we were like, wouldn't it be amazing? Like, where would the dream be? Well, we get to get it into Oliver Bonus. And with through contacts and things like that, we've managed to find a contact to Oliver Bonus. And they said yes. Like it was just, and actually, because Oliver Bonus are really good at supporting small businesses. Yeah. And actually, the other, all the other bookshops, in fact, even the independent bookshops wouldn't take us because we weren't with the big distributors. And you can't go with the big distributor unless you were the publisher. It's a real chicken and egg thing. And we had yeah. no idea how to publish a book. I mean, why would we? And we didn't even know people who did. Yeah. And I just put out a thing on, on Facebook and I said, does anyone know anyone that knows anything about distribution and publishing? And a friend of a friend of my brother's worked for a publishing house and was like, I'll help them. Amazing. <laughs> like, wow. And so he sat on the phone with me for an hour just talking me through the whole process. So it was also a lovely dream because we went from we have literally no idea how to do this and we don't know people in the publishing industry yeah and yet let's give it a go and let's see and you know you put it out there and people you know hopefully yeah. will want to help and you do find the right people and step yeah, yeah, by yeah. step sometimes headache after headache you get there and so over the years then we went with the publisher and that was really exciting. We got it into the Tate Modern and, um, I don't know, ASOS and just all these, you know, things where you sort of imagine oh, it's going to be amazing. Then the pandemic hit. Places weren't taking any books yeah. at all. And I just got, I've, I mean, I've also had another book published with publishers and I haven't really enjoyed the relationship with publishers. It's, um, a power balance or dynamic mm. which whereby I'm the grateful servant and yeah. I don't like that <laughs> and if I don't like how I feel in any kind of relationship yeah after a while I'm like I'm out of there mm. so um we were offered a double book deal double journal deal and I was just like do you know what but it's such a small amount of money considering what they make from it mm. and I was like do you know what? No. I want to take this back. I want to self-publish. Yeah. And also there's so much enjoyment being directly connected to the customer. Mm. You really get to know people and they go on that journey with you. So this year I did another Kickstarter to raise the funds to, to get it printed. It was an Oliver bonus, but just online. But next year my aim is to get it back global and um, into the Tate because I love it being in the Tate. And, you know, maybe a few other places as well. So just a I, small I just, goal for next year. Just a small <laughs> goal. Just a small goal. Well, but it already has been in the tape. And I've already been in touch with them. And they were like, we remember the journal. So I've been sending it out. You just got to right. keep, you know, you never know. I mean, I've had way more no's than I've had yeses. But um, you just, you'd be surprised, actually, when you just go out there. And I mean, I find people on LinkedIn. It used to be Facebook. Yeah. Now it's LinkedIn find people on LinkedIn and and actually once I was I said to someone oh well the dream this year whatever year it was is to get it into ASOS I don't know why that was the dream that year but it was and 
the and the woman turned to me and went, "Oh my god, my best friend is a buyer at ASOS." And I was like, "Stop it!" <laughs> yeah. So if you talk about it enough, people will suddenly go, "I know someone." Yeah. People love helping other people yeah. achieve their dreams. Absolutely. So there's there you go. There's the story. Love it. Love it. And <laughs> and it's just I and I do genuinely really love hearing about um just people's journeys and stories and kind of how an ideas come from somewhere, something, and then just developed right, right through into something amazing that's, you know, totally, you know, changing people's lives, making an impact on people's lives, you know, and and mine, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's great. But I, you know what? But I will say this. That is that is the that is one of my success stories, and there've probably been in reality. I've had many more stories where it hasn't worked out, and yeah. it and it, no one said yes, and no one particularly was interested. I mean, even at the moment, I've got um, I've got a membership which I love called Club U, which has evolved over the past few years, and it's now now turned into something that I'm really proud of and really works and it has gone through they've been so patient the the community in there that's been there from from the past couple of years I have changed it so many times oh we're now doing this oh we're now doing this and I was really struggling to get people to give it a go I was even giving it away like try it for a month for free Mm -hmm. could I get people through the door I was like (laughs) what is this should I just give up is it just that this people don't want this but what I recognize is that when people start when people join very few people leave so it must be it must be working and I finally got to a point where people are now joining and I'm feeling like this is it I've got I've got the you know I've got the formula but my goodness sometimes it just takes so many iterations so many changes and yeah. Just, and and just turning up trying it didn't work again turning up didn't work <laughs> yeah. again it's just like what am I doing wrong <laughs> you know that but marketing marketing I'm not a marketing expert but I'm a business owner so I I have to find yeah you know a way to make it work yeah and so many people will you know be able to relate to that of even if they don't own their own business but just you know having to just keep slogging on and and if it's if it's something that you truly believe in if it you know aligns with your values if it's something that you want to achieve you know as as just personally for you and not kind of thinking of anyone else then you know eventually it, it it will happen um, so I always ask my guests um, for kind of their three like top tips um, from their area. So if someone's listening and they're thinking like, oh, I'd love to kind of focus on putting myself first and getting into some good habits and, you know, kind of doing something for me this year. Mm. What would you say? So the first thing you will need to come up with three things for them to do. If you've got three. Yeah, I've come, I've <laughs> definitely come up with three things. So. <laughs> The first thing to do is is really to ask yourself, well, what is it that I enjoy doing? Yeah. Right back to basics. What makes me feel alive? That's one of my favorite questions. What makes you come alive? What activities make you come alive? What are the simple pleasures you enjoy in life? Like write this stuff down. Mm. What are the simple pleasures um what are the things that lift your spirits what are the things that help you to relax in the evening who are the people you love to spend time with what are the places you love to go and really like even on one sheet of paper you know my ingredients like my ingredients 
that help me to feel happy and fulfilled right now in my life. And then it's really, really important. This is really at the heart of Project You and the heart of life design, which is what I teach, which is what's at the heart of the journal, which is all about making you your happiness, you and your happiness, a top priority in life. Yeah. And filling your life with the things, with the ingredients that make you happy, make you feel fulfilled. So the first thing is getting to know what are those ingredients. And then the second one is use your calendar. Use your calendar to book in time to do the things that make you happy. And people will often say to me, but Selena, if I really wanted to do it, wouldn't I just do it? And I was yeah. like, uh, no, because <laughs> how many of us were brought up being told you must make your happiness and well-being a priority? Like that is that is what life is about. No, we're told, and this has been going on for forever and it is deep-rooted, we are told that to be a good person, which most people are wanting to be, particularly yeah. if you're a woman, but I would say to be a good person, you should be putting the needs of others before your own. You yeah. should be dedicating yourself to looking after others, your responsibilities, your work responsibilities. Yeah. We are very much given the message that other things, other people, other responsibilities, other commitments are more important than our own happiness and well-being. And we are way down our list of priorities, like doing the laundry, getting the milk from the shop. That is actually usually more important than doing something for myself that makes me feel happy. Yeah. So that is why we have to make time for it, not find the time, not wait for the time to magically appear because that's yeah. never going to happen. <laughs> yep. Put it into your calendar. So if you normally use your calendar for work stuff, doctor's appointments, meeting up with friends, it's about using that calendar now to actually block in time for resting doing doing nothing of an evening if you tend to be going out a lot on the weekend and you realize I need more time just to decompress blocking out Saturdays or Sundays a couple of times yeah. a month just is just rest and recover blocking out time maybe you know a Wednesday evening or a Tuesday evening to do something creative or just do something that for the pure enjoyment of doing it blocking out time to do things for your well-being you know, and, and when I say blocking out time, and I really talk about a lot in, in Project You, is about using your calendar as your canvas to designing a life that you love. Yeah. But I also say, be very careful not to suddenly try and completely redesign your whole life in one week. Yeah. Choose one thing at a time. So it might be you have a project you really want to work on, a change you want to make into your life, which I would say turn into a project. And then book in the same time each week when you're going to spend on that thing. Or you might be like, I just really want in 2023 to be more creative or have more fun. We'll have a set time each week dedicated to that, mm -hmm. either to a project, making something or, you know, making sure that once a week you do something fun or once a week you get out in nature or whatever it is, is your thing. Mm -hmm. And, and under commit, you know, make a commitment you can really stick to. Yeah. And then build up from there. I mean, I used to use it back in the day when I just didn't stop and was burning out every few months. I used to actually, I started putting into, into my calendar 20 minute break to do nothing, like in the middle of the day, just like go and lie on my bed. If I work from home and just stare at the ceiling, just, just try to nothing for a moment because I yeah. was just, you know, cantering along at such mm -hmm. a speed not in like a cool look at me kind of well, thinking, thinking actually I was doing it in a cool look at me, how productive and, you know, hardworking, how much I love my, my work kind of way, but just in a sort of feverish workaholic way. 
And so even that stuff of really booking in time or making sure I had breakfast and making sure in my calendar, I would put that in, putting alarms on to remind myself, make yourself breakfast because it gives you energy and then you won't be so exhausted come midday. And, you know, so it's really getting clear on what ingredients you need to be happy and fulfilled in your day to day and then using your calendar to start actually carving out the time to weave those ingredients into your life. So I don't know if that's three, two, well, we could add to it. Number three is put alarms on your phone to remind yeah. you to do those things. <laughs> yeah. And it is so important. And I mean, you kind of touched on it. If we, we just get so used to get up, go to work, you know, come back, cook yeah. tea, sleep, repeat, you know, and, and booking things in with friends and going, oh, yeah, oh, Wednesday is my only free night. But yeah, I can see you when actually... No, exactly. I should be. I should be going. Oh no, that's my only free night actually. So I am busy actually because I'm busy resting. Or don't call like, it a free night. Yeah, it, it's you not. know, call it your night for your night for pampering. Your night yeah. for really, um, you know, filling up my cup, recharging my batteries. Give it a name. Yeah. So that when you know you look because even that of thinking, oh well, it is a free night, but I kind of wanted it free of things. Well, then give it a name so it's not even so psychologically, yeah. it's not free to be filled up with other people's stuff. That's that's a good point actually, because I I normally put stuff in like you know leave free or like you know just to remind myself to not put something in, but I I'm gonna call it call it something. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, have a think about why do you want it? Why what do you want it to be to be free for? Yes. And then and it could be, oh well, I want to be spontaneous. I don't know if I will feel like, you know, lying in a bath or going for a run. Okay, but then it's like my time. Time mm. for me, you know, even that, giving it an actual name rather than free, so that when someone does come along. You could say, actually, I, you know, I'm not free that evening yeah, because I've got a date with myself, but you don't need to tell people that, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you can, it's great if you do, yeah. but you know, just that like, I'm busy. I've got yeah. something on. Yeah. It's a bath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, people, people don't need to know that, but. Exactly. But yeah. You can, you can share that information if you wish to, but you do not have to. <laughs> exactly. So if you want the listeners to take away just one thing from this episode, what would it be? Oh, okay. Let's see. Make time in your calendar for you. Make yeah. time in your calendar for you and the things that bring you joy. Because I can bet that your listeners do so much for other people and are constantly yeah. running around. You know, I bet they are diligent at getting their work done, whatever that work is, whether it's, you know, and I include in that stay-at-home yeah. parents so I've always find yeah. it funny that that's considered not work it's the <laughs> hardest work yeah. you know whatever it is that you know you're running around doing I you know I I guarantee that you need more time for you so get it in your calendar and make it a top priority in your life yes I love that I'm all about taking time for things you know and and things that bring you joy like like we've said it's so easy to just get caught up in you know not the rat race but like just the life you know the life yeah. cycle of just going going through the motions almost and the treadmill yeah the, treadmill, and, the speeding treadmill yeah and it's just you know we all want to be we all want to be happy at the end of the day yeah. um yeah and and, I, and I'll say this you know I've been doing this work for 15 years and I don't want for a second for anyone to think that I have found 
this secret nirvana where I now live and I am forever fulfilled and at peace and treadmill. Oh, long, long, long ago. I remember those days. I'll create that treadmill for myself. The, you know, click yeah. of a finger. I mean, I am so hardwired to be a, like a workaholic. So it is yeah. constant work and I will find myself, I found myself on that treadmill today, 101 yeah. different things telling my something in my head telling me that I had a race that needed to be won and yeah. I had to work as fast why do we do it to ourselves <laughs> well I do know because we have been very deliberately programmed by our yeah. society to be like that and so and you know and you know what that's okay too it's I think we can get angry about it I think it's helpful I think feeling rebellious towards it is helpful but also having compassion and being like yeah. There's no grand, one grand master puppeteer out there. You know, this is just, this is how we've evolved. Mm -hmm. um, and there's certainly people that benefit from us being workaholics. Yeah. Um, but it's up to us to just go, right, unplug, unlearn, you know, yeah. it's time for me, breathe, rest. <laughs> yes, all <laughs> of the down. above. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So that brings us on nicely. Uh, I always ask for a recommendation. So it can be anything from, you know, a book, TV program, YouTube video, whatever it might be. Um, but, you know, do you have anything that you turn to um, for inspiration that you want people to go and check out? I mean, obviously, I'm going to put all your details in the show notes. so people. Don't worry, I'm not going to choose something that I have created. <laughs> oh, well, I've got two excellent books you should have gone by immediately. Do you know what? And I'm going to say this because it was the first thing that popped into my head. Yeah. Wonder, do you know who Susie Redding is? Yes. I love Susie. She is such a joy. And I tell you what, if you're on Instagram, follow her on Instagram. Yeah. Her book has just come out and I didn't realize it was coming out and I would have pre-ordered. But anyway, and it's called and it's long awaited because actually I had her on Club U doing an interview a while back and she was talking about um, writing it. And it's called Rest to Reset, The Busy Person's Guide to Pausing with Purpose. Oh, yeah. And I think... Yeah. I speak for everyone when I say <laughs> we all need that on our bedside. I certainly do. Susie Absolutely. is so wise and so yeah. loving and so tender. And she's like, she's the real deal. She really yeah. brings us to the place that I think we need to be. Reminds us about how to do self-care in a practical way. But she's also she's also honest about you know yeah don't worry guys it's not like I'm like this all the time yeah you know and she yeah walks walks the talk and it's how you say it I've not said that for years do you say she walks the talk or walks <laughs> anyway she she you know does she practices it herself yeah yeah she's a real it's important to find the the wise guides Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and we want to see that honesty. You know, we want to see that sometimes people have a bad day. You know, we want to see um, people's just going through life, yeah. you know, yes. relatable things, you know, that not everything is great to share your success, but also sometimes you're having a shit day and that's yes. absolutely fine. You know, yeah. I mean, at the moment I'm I'm playing with sort of, you know, content to put on Instagram to see you know, what the hell to put on there. And it's hilarious. <laughs> I've been sharing like just what I do on a weekend 
just things yeah. like what do, what could I do you know mindful things and the last two one was about decluttering my extremely messy office and I was like <laughs> yeah. I'm a notoriously messy person but now and again yeah. I declutter and actually I forget how what a wonderful activity is for decluttering the mind and then last weekend I was like am I really gonna do this I'm gonna give it a try and I videoed myself <laughs> scrubbing the bathroom floor and really getting to the wax on, wax off. And it was really getting into the grout. So it was proper deep clean, the satisfaction. And nice. People loved that video. And I was like, actually, this is the kind of thing I want to show. It's like yeah. self-care for busy people that like have a lot to do. It's like that floor needed to be scrubbed. But I'm going to do it in a way that I'm going to really enjoy. And have my podcast playing. And like, yes. you know. Yeah. So it's just it's just finding the simple stuff in our day to day that can yeah. actually contribute to our self-care and our self-love and um, transform how we see chores. And actually, Susie Redding is someone who's really inspired me with that yeah. as well. So she's my woman. There you go. Yes. My love it. Love her. <laughs> this has been great. And yeah, so that's taken us to the end. It always goes so quick. But thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me today. Uh, oh, a bit of a fangirl over here. But yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Um, oh, you've yeah, been hopefully. a joy. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'll pop Selena's details in the show notes. Uh, so check out Project U. The journal is still available, even though 2022, 2023 has started. Um, <laughs> it's not too late uh, to get no, it. No, it's not. So, so yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks again to Selena for being a guest this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. It was really great to chat with Selena as I've used Project U journals myself and I love them, if that didn't already come across. If you want to connect with Selena, you can find her details in the show notes. If you'd like to be a guest on the pod or have a recommendation for a guest, drop me a DM over on Instagram at positivitywithbeth or an email, thejoyseries1, that's a number one, at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to like, rate or subscribe to put on your positive pants so even more people can access a weekly dose of positivity. And I'd really appreciate it if you left me a nice review. Until next time, bye!